0: Hello everyone, our topic for tonight is destroying the generational curse of divorce. Have you ever looked at your family past and present and you see something that shows up in almost all your family? Well, as we look at our family past and present, we see divorce. It has run rapid in our family and it got us too, right? Yes it did. Yes, but we made a stand. Divorce will not be an option in our marriage. We have made a decision to stop the generational curse of divorce in our family through the power of God that lives in us. There are steps to stop it. If you have been divorced, you can make up in your mind and spirit that it will not plague you and your family. You can stop it by speaking against it and speaking generational marriage blessings over you and your family. Here are the steps to stop divorce in your family line. Number one, you must get premarital counseling. It will help you prepare for marriage. It will help you learn everything that you know need to know about marriage, and it'll help you learn about each other.
1: Amen. Amen. And number two, this goes for all the ones who were in the dating stage, going into marriage. It starts with including God as you date and seeking his instructions because without him you're going to fall without him you're going to fail you can't go into it thinking that you know you got all the answers that you know it all because you'll end up with the same result you've been with and number three date someone you will equally yoke with that means you're saved you don't go out here and go get somebody who is not I don't care how fine they look You don't go after that. You don't go after all that. You go after somebody who's walking the same way you are. Because if not, you're both heading for a great fall. Because you're you're both going down two separate roads already. And that that you don't need to start with. And number three. I mean, number four. (laughs) Do not agree to marry anyone until you first get the approval from God without the approval of God you're wasting your time don't go because I can change this person don't go on on that don't go it's going to be alright I I can fix it well if you can fix it if you can fix it then you have to be prepared for, for, for what's ahead because you don't know all the answers so going this way, going it God's way He will show you the right person. He'll show you the right right steps to take, the right instructions. He's going to give you the right instructions. You just have to follow them. Follow them. Because I know this here for a fact. That's how how I found my wife. I followed the instruction that God gave me, step by step. And he's going to give you one step at a time. And he's not going to give you another one until you finish that step.
0: Amen. And number five, do not marry someone based on just looks. There has to be other qualities in them. Remember, beauty fades, but love grows. Do not marry someone just because they look good, as my husband mentioned before. That's not a reason to marry anyone, but we all want someone that looks nice, but there has to be inner qualities as well. So as you going forward to get married. or are you pursuing someone? Do not go just after the looks. And like my husband says. see God. see God. see God. And he will tell you what to do. The Bible says beauty fades. So as a person gets older. They may not look as good as they used to look. But the love should be growing. Each and every year. So. Don't marry someone just on looks. Amen. Go for the inner man.
1: Amen. And the next one will be continually pray
0: about your marriage.
1: Yes, continually pray together. That builds a strong bond because the enemy is going to try any and everything he can to tear you apart. So praying together, get into the habit of praying together because it's important. This builds a fortress around around your marriage and around each other and it strengthens you. Depend on God every step of the way. Don't try to do it alone because you won't make it.
0: Yes. Number seven says, do not be in a rush while dating. If you are impatient, you will make wrong decisions. And how many of us know that sometimes we get in a rush and we want to run ahead of God and we want to say, God, rush!" we want to rush God. But you have to be patient. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he will strengthen thy heart. Don't rush, because if you rush, you're going to make bad decisions. You're going to pick the wrong person. So you have to be in tune, be patient while you're in your single season, waiting for a mate to come. This will help you be able to identify the right person by not being in a rush. You know, a lot of people say, you know, I'm getting older, I'm tired of being alone, and we make up, you know, excuse after excuse why we got to be in a relationship. But you have to wait and let God lead you and let God pace you so that you won't make the wrong decision. So wait on God.
1: Just piggy piggyback right off of that, you know, when you get impatient, you know how you how you rushing and you, you forget something. You know, it's the same thing like in a relationship. If you're rushing, you're in a hurry to do this because this is what you want to do. But God is preparing the way for you. And so allow him to prepare the way for you. And don't rush because his timing
0: is always perfect. Yes. And number eight, once you get a yes from God to marry, do not leave God out. And how many times have God sent a person into our life, a person that we are to live our life with, to walk through this journey of life with, and we get that person in our life and we leave God out? All during the dating stage, we put God first. But now we got this person, so we say, God, I got it now. I can do this. But you have to let God be in every area of your marriage. Don't leave him out because you leave him out, that's when trouble comes and destruction comes and you don't know what to do because you haven't included God in the marriage. So don't don't um, get a yes. When you get that yes from him, Don't leave him out. He's the most important, important, uh, what is that, connection. He's the most important connection that you have. And if you're trying to live a married life without him, it's not going to work because he's going to help you in those situations. And we all go through some hard times in life. We all have situations that may come. And if you don't have God there, you're going to try to work them out yourself. But with God there, he's going to instruct you on what to do. So you can ride the storms together. So once you get a get a yes from him, include him. Include him.
1: Amen. And the next one would be, you both have to work at your marriage. Marriage is a 24-hour, 7-day-a-week job. There's <laughs> no, no, no getting around that. If you want to have a successful marriage, you have to work at it each and every day. You have to work at it daytime and nighttime. You have to work at it all the time. It's something that that you wanted to do. It's something that, that you desired to do. So in order to keep it, you have to work at it and keep it. Because if you let it go, if you stop, you drop the ball, your marriage is going to suffer. So we look at it as a way of working at it to perfect the marriage. Yes, we know that we're not perfect, but we're working toward that. So continue to work at it. Continue to work at what can I do to add spice, add flavor, you know, and continually to hold that love together. Don't don't get lax. Don't think like, I, now I got it, now I don't need, need to do nothing. Or now I got him, now I don't have to do nothing. No, you need to continually. You need to do it more because now you have each other. So now you really need to, to continue in the way that brought you together.
0: That's right. You both have to work together. It takes two people to hold a marriage together. And with Christ as a center, it can work. Number 10, don't be so quick to give up. And so these this day and age, people are divorcing over the smallest things. You know we're not in love anymore we're not compatible anymore all kinds of stuff he doesn't he doesn't do the things that he used to do for me anymore she doesn't do what she used to do and we just can't work it so we just gonna um what they call it irreconcilable differences yeah we got so many differences now that um we just not even gonna work on it so you can't be so quick to give up it marriage is hard work, but it's hard work done together. Like my husband said, you're working together at marriage. So don't be so quick to give up when situations come, and they're going to come. they're going to be some marriage. they're going to be some financial situations. There going to be uh, might be some health situations going on. It's going to be all kinds of situations coming at you, but you can't be so quick to give up and throw in the towel. You got to give God time to work your situation out and it takes two people to work it out so when situations come oppositions come don't be so quick to throw the tower in let God work it out for you and you go forward and that's how you get stronger when you go through situations together it gets you you get stronger and stronger and stronger so don't give up when times get hard hang in there dig your heels in we're gonna stand, we're gonna make it, we're not gonna let this get us. And we have to realize that we have an enemy. And his job is to try to divide us, to stop us from going forward. But don't, don't be aware of the enemy, know him when you see him, and don't have him letting you give up so early. So quick, hang in there, go forward, and God has great things for you. number 11 speak life over your marriage daily you got to speak life over your marriage you know situations may come in out in our marriage and we'll start speaking doubt and unbelief and believe me death and life is in the power of the tongue as the word says and you're going to have just what you say if you want your marriage to work if you want your, your marriage to flourish you're going to have to speak the word over your marriage you're going to have to make some declarations put something on the refrigerator on your bathroom Mira, you know, my marriage is blessed. You know, it may not even look like your marriage is blessed, but we have to call those things that be not as though they were. My marriage is blessed. My husband is a blessing. My wife is a blessing. Our marriage can withstand anything with God in it. You know, make some declarations and call it what you want. Not what you look at it and you see it as, but have faith to believe that, Speaking words of faith, and God, I believe that as I speak these words, you're going to multiply blessings over my marriage. This marriage will not end in divorce. Divorce will not be an option for this marriage. We're going to work through it. We're going to speak life over it, and we're going to go forward. And that's what you have to do each and every day. When things get hard, start speaking life. Because the devil runs when you start speaking the word of God. So speak the word of God over your marriage. Find you some scriptures on marriage. You two stand together and speak it. And if it's just you standing alone by yourself, speak the word. God's word never returns back void. So speak the word and watch what God will do over your marriage. Number 12, keep everyone out of your business. God will lead you to someone full of Godly wisdom to talk to. That's a golden rule in marriage keep everybody out of your business. You know, you might be hurting, you might be going through, and you might want to talk to somebody. Well, most people talk to everybody they see when they're hurting and when they're going through. Just want to talk, just want to get it out. But you have to pray and ask God to give you somebody full of godly wisdom that you can talk to because everybody is not happy for you. Then you start putting down your spouse, you start speaking doubt over your marriage and People that are not for you, they're going to run and they're going to spread your business all over town. But if you pray and you say, God, I need you and I need someone that I can talk to, I need it. I need it. And I know there are times when we need somebody to talk to and we need to go forward with someone that's going to give us godly wisdom. We don't need to talk to someone and say, well, girl, this is what I would do. A man, this is what I would do. Come to the bar with me. Or... Let's go out this place, you know, and, and let's hang out. You know, you don't have to stay home with her. You don't have to stay home with him. But if you're trying to keep your marriage going forward and you're trying to stay together and work through situations, you got to keep everybody out of your business, including your family, because your family loves you. And if you start talking negative about your spouse to them, they're not going to like your spouse. So you, if you're going to work through your marriage, and you plan on going forth with your spouse, the person that you can tell it to, everything to, is God. God won't tell nobody, and he will actually help you and strengthen you to be able to overcome any obstacle that comes forth in your marriage. And God will lead you to that person that you need to talk to that will help you to persevere and help you to stay strong.
1: Amen. Amen. And that's a strong one right there. That is a very strong one. Because that should be the first person you go to. Because he's not going to spirit the business. But he will help you. He will guide you if you trust him. Amen. And number 13, it's going to be surround yourself with people that stand for marriage. Now it's the only way you cannot get out of here like hanging around these people who are single, single-minded, cheating on their spouses. And, and think that, it, is that That's going to benefit you <laughs> If you're ha- hanging out with people Who like to steal You're going gonna to be included in that bunch If you're hanging out with people Who like to build up a marriage Those are the ones you need to grab onto Or gravitate to Gravitate to the people who love being married Who, who love their spouses Who speak good Good about their spouses Gravitate to, to the ones who will help you and give you some advice as far as you can watch them, you can listen to their conversations, and they will help you go forward. But then there's another group. You know, hey, you know, it's, <laughs> it's another group that won't. They'll speak all negative about marriage. They'll speak all hatred about it. And and talk about cheating. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. No. Be faithful. Be faithful to your spouse. Be faithful unto God. God is the one that put you together. God was, is the one that will hold you together. He'll lead you to the right people that you will be able to be connected to. Trust Him. Continue to trust Him. He will lead you to the right people. I know in the beginning, they'll be like, everybody I know, is they, they, they got some mess going on. Well, that's telling you right there to avoid them. Leave them out. Don't tell them about your business. But leave their business alone. Don't get included in their mess.
0: Yeah, And to piggyback on that one, you know, you have to surround yourself with people that you can be accountable to. People that when you're having problems or situations or you're acting a certain way that you should not be acting, that you surround yourself with people that say, you know that's not right. You know, you shouldn't treat your spouse like that. You know, you shouldn't talk to your wife or husband like that. You know, people that's gonna tell you the truth right. when you're going through something. Those are the people that you can surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. People that stand for marriage. I like that. Stand for marriage.
1: And number 14 would be operate as a team. It's something I always say, you know, when most of my messages is about there is no I in team. That's right. So, it is important that whatever your last name is that you operate like our last name is Burroughs. This is Team Burroughs. Team Burroughs. So we look to benefit each other. We got each other's back. Right. We make sure that we are flowing the same way. We make sure that, that we operating like a team and not as individuals. We work together because it's the only way that it's going to go forward. You want you want to look at marriage as 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 a gift. As a precious gift, you want to look at marriage. As being, even if you've been been experienced in divorced, what's happened to you before, or you know that you know a lot of people who have. Focus in your heart. Focus in your heart. It's not going to happen to us. Focus in your heart is that this team is going to win. We're going to score, That's right. and we're going to win. We are victorious. Yes. And don't allow people to bring you down because there's a lot of them that's going to because they're going to be jealous. There's a lot of haters out there because they never want to see anybody successful. So, focus on the things that will make your marriage work. Focus at that team mm-hmm. that God has put you together. that yes. no man put us That's right. I
0: love it. And I know we had a marriage seminar one time where you talked about leaving it all on the field right
1: it's important
0: I love that it's
1: important to leave it all on the field it, it's no sense to say well I should have did this oh no it's too, too late like, I got to your marriage and broke up mm-hmm. but put it on the field put it all lay it all out yes. lay it all out so that no, it will never be no excuse mm-hmm. was, if I give my home, it's gotta work yes it will yes it's when you Refuse or or get selfish-minded that it won't.
0: Mm-hmm. You can never
1: be selfish in a marriage. You always have to think about the other person. Mm-hmm. Working as a team, you work as one. Yes, right. You will be successful.
0: And a lot of people say, um, fifty-fifty. I'ma get fifty. He gonna be Give fifty. But both of you have to give a hundred percent. That's right. A hundred percent. That's what that. Leave it out. Leave it all on the field. Mm-hmm. We giving our all. And yes, and we know if we give our all, it can't do nothing but work. Okay. Because we're gonna persevere together, and plus when you have God as the center of your marriage, that three quarter strand is not easily broken. That's right. It's not easily broken. Whenever you leave God out, you open yourself up to the enemy and the enemy comes in to destroy. Amen. But when you walk in as a team and you operating as a team, you're better. Amen. You're better together. You are better together. So we are speaking marriage blessings over ourselves, over our children, our grandchildren, our siblings, and all our family, we expect a change. And you can do the same. You don't have to let divorce come and run rapid in your life. If this is your first marriage, second marriage, no matter what, say this marriage will work. I'm gonna follow the steps. I'm going to put Christ first. This marriage will stand. And you have to renounce divorce. You know, don't even use divorce as a threat. Don't even think about divorce. You think about this marriage is going to work. I know it's going to work. I'm doing things differently than I did last time. It's going to last. It's going to prevail. So we have to stop the generational Curse of divorce by surround, surrendering yourself to God before and during the marriage. You can't leave God out. He has to be God of, while you're dating and he has to be God while you're married. You have to make him first. Yield to him, surrender to him. God will never lead you wrong. He's gonna give you the steps that you need. If you apply these steps to your life, like we just gave you, you're gonna go far in your marriage and you'll be able to stand stand together like that team but please take time to intentionally include God in your dating and marriage that way you won't become another statistic in your family you will become someone that others can look up to concerning marriage because we all need an example
1: yes, we, we
0: all need someone in our family that we can look up to to say that's what a godly marriage looks like
1: and, and that's what we should strive for mm-hmm. we should strive for it be, be the first in your family. That's right. Be the first in the family that, that will go ahead and do that. So somebody can look at it and see, wow, there really is somebody that's doing that. There really is someone that's living like
0: that. That's right. Yeah. Be an example. Mm-hmm. And we have made the stand that this marriage, our marriage, will prevail. And yours can too. So you just have to make the decision tonight to do it God's way. And it will last forever. And also, it's going to help somebody else. It's going to help somebody else. And we pray that those steps have been a blessing to everyone that was tuned in tonight. And we want to give you um, an upcoming event that we have. It's on December seventh, 2019. We're going to have a Relationship Summit. And it's going to be at the Quality Inn. 2539 South Saunders Street is going to be in front of the Sam's Club and that's in Raleigh, North Carolina we're going to have Chauncey Oden and Charlotte Randolph, they're going to be our guest speakers as well as Bernie and myself and we're going to be speaking to the merit people we're going to be speaking to the single men and women and we're going to have vendors there and we also want to give you our contact information um, Relatable Relationship Counsel at gmail.com that's our email Relatable Relationship Counsel at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Relatable Relationship Counseling. We have a page. And you can email us to book a relatable relationship seminar if you want to host one. We do travel. Yes, we do. We do travel. And anything else you want to say?
1: If you would put the principles to work, it will your marriage will work. Even if you're dating, if you put the principles to work, if you're dating to be married, put the godly principles to, to work. Now, well, I can't speak on the other other side because we don't teach on that. But if if it's necessary, we would. But dating God's way is the way that you will see something different that you never saw before. That's right.
0: Dating God's way leads to a marriage God's way. Well, thank you all for listening tonight. Have a great night.